You ever sit and feel like the things that you are doing for yourself, for your future, are just not enough? Or it's just not adding up? Like there's something wrong? There's always this gnawing feeling at you after every accomplishment that there's something more. But you just can't seem to place your finger on it. Everything is working well, but there's still something missing. Well, today I'm speaking specifically to my African-American sisters and brothers. And for some time I've had this experience and I just want to share what I've realized over the past year, I would say, about our hopes, our dreams, and our purpose. Hi everyone, welcome back to Get Candid Podcast. I'm your host, Raven Joseph. On today's episode, I am talking about the journey of unbecoming and what Candid Soul really means and where I got the inspiration to start Candid Soul Company. And it talks about, it's more so from our history. For those of you who do not know, I am a history major. I I was a history major. I'm currently a history teacher at the Department of Education in New York City. Over the past year, I've been thinking deeply about purpose, basically our minds, what we think and what we believe as a culture, as a people. Some things have really stuck out to me that I want to share with you today. One of the things that has been coming up, and I, I noticed that we do this, we use, we coin these terms and we use it we begin to identify as that, as a culture, as a community. Just like, for example, the word toxic. Everyone loves to use this word toxic. I remember I was speaking to a friend and he was using it. And I was just like, can we stop overusing this word toxic? Toxic to you is something toxic, something different to someone else, because we all have these different things that make us vulnerable or make us feel away, right? Toxic isn't the same for everybody. When we use the word toxic, it's always negative. No, it's just something that makes you uncomfortable. Why does it make you uncomfortable? It's because of something you experienced in your past, right? So you're, it's your responsibility to set those boundaries because you know what you can, you can handle or what you, you want to tolerate or what upsets you. The same goes for this word of this term generational curse, that we speak of. Why is it that we have to break this generational curse? Why is this placed on us? Why is it a curse? Who made it? Who made that? When I think of the word curse, I think of witches and hexes and spells and doing rituals and having to fight and denounce the spirits, right? That's plaguing us. But what if it isn't a generational curse? And simply generational habits that are plaguing our families, that are plaguing our communities. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm not saying that we're imagining shit. Don't get me, don't get it twisted. I'm just saying perspective. There was once this meme going around that there were two people standing on the opposite sides of a number, the number is six and nine, right? On one side, 
the person standing could see the number six and it was the same item as on the other side, the person was looking at the number nine. So that's all I'm saying when I talk about, I'm saying about generational curses. What I'm trying to say about generational curses is I think it's about perspective. Because when we say the word curse, it sounds like we have this battle to fight, this upward battle. And if we switch our perspective, then we'll notice that it's just habits that were passed down from generation to generation that we have the power to break. Our habits are formed by acting out our beliefs. And if our beliefs and actions are formed from the unconscious mind, then there is a way to reframe it. There is hope. Okay, my people, we we don't have to think of the unhealthy habits that our ancestors were conditioned to do as the end all be all. We are not cursed. We just need to be the ones to intentionally break the cycle of bad habits. What I've noticed for some time in my hood is that it's difficult for us to really get ahead because we're mostly in survival mode. Trying to take care of our families, some of us living check to check and barely making ends meet. We don't have time to take care of ourselves. We don't have time to develop new habits or figure out how to develop new habits because that bill is coming. The first of the month is right around the corner. That childcare bill is right there. You have to pay it, right? So we don't have time to figure out our self-care. Self-care is not part of our culture. So it makes it difficult for us to develop healthier habits. The journey to unbecoming, that's the phrase that I use for candid soul, is understanding who we really are and the power we have to break these habits that our families have modeled for us because of what they knew. Now that we know better and because we know better, it's our responsibility to do differently. My coaching program isn't just about accomplishing goals that we have we want to accomplish for ourselves or our family. It's about unbecoming. It's about remembering our identity and rising above the, that survival mindset to transform our minds so that we can heal and step into our greatness. And that includes self-care. That includes taking care of ourselves first and understanding ourselves and getting to know ourselves. And it doesn't happen in a month or two. This takes daily practice. The tools that I use in my program are journaling and meditation. And science has proven that benefits of using these tools for reflection and growth are effective. I also teach how to use them to get back to your true self. So when I say unbecoming, it's because we already are great. We just forgot. We've allowed things from the outside to influence our mindset and change our perspective. I want to share with you that this culture of the generational curse is just a mental captivity that we don't even have to place on ourselves because it really does not exist. It exists in our minds, yes, but we have to accept and believe that we can change. We believe this for so long that we don't even recognize how much we've allowed it to impact our decisions and what we think of ourselves and our people. We need to retrain our minds to remember who we really are because we are not this slavery mentality we're not this survival mentality it's not our origin story this belief began with one community taking us and putting us on a boat and coming over here to the americas and we allowed that the experiences here to impact our origin story and change our origin story and now it impacts our decisions and what we think of ourselves So my brothers and sisters, it's time for us to step away from the victim mindset 
and develop the tools that will help us to rise above this repetitive cycle that has plagued our community for so long. Let's redefine the definition of being woke to mean knowing and stepping into our true power. That is understanding ourselves, not fighting people and things and systems on the outside, but turning inward and developing a desire to love ourselves unconditionally, being vulnerable and catering to our needs. Let's reinforce hope and ambition, the desire to dream big, and the belief that we can do it. Let's change the narrative. Let's face our fears and build our confidence and strength so that we can sustain a happier and healthier life for ourselves and our children's children and our children's children's children. We have to make a conscious effort to become mindful of our actions, our decisions, and reflect on our beliefs and make changes and understand what how our beliefs and our actions are really impacting our future and our decisions. And it starts with just five minutes a day, five minutes of meditation, five minutes of sitting still, five minutes of reflection and and writing so that you can remember and understand and process things and not just be on the go all the time. You become better when you slow down, when you're less busy. And I know a lot of us have so many responsibilities, but I promise you, if you take time for yourself, things will become lighter. Things will become clear and things will become better for your children and your children's children and your children's children's children. I was listening to service last night and they were singing the, um, this song about God's favor. And so it's stuck in my head, <laughs> that part of the song. So that's why I keep saying that. But seriously, um, our generations will benefit from you slowing down and taking time to take care of yourself and to understand yourself and getting back to your true self. And this is what we want. We want to change our community. It starts with us. And like Michael Jackson said, start with the man in the mirror. Yes, do that. Okay, I'm doing that too over on this side. So this, I just wanted to share. I don't know where it came from. It was random, but it was really on my heart when I speak to the women that I'm coaching and seeing how so much of the things that we think about ourselves and the things we think about the people next to us and how we're competing all the time and the competition is not helping our community. If we think continue to think that it's all about us, and we don't see how taking care of ourselves really will change what we want to see and has nothing to do with the people outside of this community, then we'll begin to realize the power that we have, the power we have to change, and that we're not in captivity. All right, so thank you for listening to my um, expression for today. If you have any questions or you have any comments about this episode, please write me. You can email me at getcandid at candidsoco.com. You can DM me on Instagram, getcandidpod. Make sure you subscribe to our newsletter, our weekly newsletter, www.candidsoco.com. I look forward to hearing from you. I look forward to you sharing your opinion. Be blessed. Thank you.